I, I've been a journalist for about 25 years and I was educated to lie, to betray and uh, not to tell the truth to the public. Not to tell the truth to the public. Not to tell the truth to the public. Well, I, I've been a journalist for about 25 years and I was educated to lie, to betray and uh, not to tell the truth to the public. But seeing right now, within the last months, how, how far, um, how, how the German and American media tries to bring to the people in Europe, to bring to Russia, uh, this is a point of no return and I, I stand, I'm going to stand up and say um, it is not right what I have done in the past uh, to, to manipulate people, to make propaganda against Russia and it is not right what my colleagues do on, and have done in the past because they are bribed uh, to betray the people not only in Germany, all over Europe. They are bribed uh, to betray the people they are bribed uh, to betray the people and I don't like to have this situation again because uh, it's not, never coming from itself there is always people behind it to push for and this is not only politicians this is journalists too and uh, I just have written in the book how we have betrayed in the past our, um, our readers just to push and uh, because I don't want this anymore. I'm fed up with this propaganda. We live in a banana republic and not in a democratic country where we have press freedom, where we have human rights. Uh, when we, if, if you see the German media, especially my colleagues who day by day write against the Russians who are in transatlantic organizations, and who are supported by the United States to do so. Well, m people like me, I, I, got, I, I became an honorary citizen of the state of Oklahoma in the United States. Just why? Just because I write pro-American. I wrote pro-American. Uh, I was supported by the Central Intelligence Agency, by the CIA. Why? Because I should be pro-American. I'm fed up with it. I don't want to do it anymore. And so I, I've just written a book not to earn money. No, it will cause a lot of trouble for me just to, to give the people in this country, in Germany, in Europe, and all over the world, to, just to give them a glimpse of a view what goes up behind the closed doors. One of the hopeful things that I've discovered is that nearly every that has started in the past 50 years has been a result of media lies. The media could have stopped it if they had searched deep enough, if they hadn't um, reprinted government propaganda, they could have stopped it. But what does that mean? Well, that means basically populations don't like And populations have to be fooled into Populations don't willingly and op with open eyes go into it. So if we have a good media environment, then we'll also have a peaceful environment. Our number one enemy is ignorance. Um, and I 
believe that is the number one enemy of everyone uh, is not understanding what is actually going on in the world. It's only when you start to understand that you can make effective decisions and effective plans. Now, the question is, who is promoting ignorance? Well, those organisations that try to keep things secret, um, and those organisations which distort true information to make it false, misrepresentative. In this latter category, um, it is bad media. Um, it, it really is my, my opinion that the media in general are so bad, um, we, we have to question whether the world wouldn't be better off without them altogether. Um, there's some very, very fine journalists, um, and we work with many of them, and some fine media organizations, but the vast majority are awful and are so distortive to how the world actually is. Um, My experience as being the, the crisis manager, the flu commissioner for, for Belgium, and, and highlighting the communication uh, aspects there. And then you have one opportunity to do it right. I mean, day one is so important. Uh, in day one, you start your communication with the press, with the people, and, uh, and you have to do it right. I mean, you have to go for one voice, one message. In Belgium, they chose to uh, appoint a non-politician to do that. I mean, I have no party affiliations, and that makes things a little bit, at that time at least, a little bit easier, because you're not, you're not attacked politically, majority-minority. Uh, that doesn't come into play, and that was a huge advantage. The second advantage is that you can play in Brussels the complete naive guy and, uh, and get a lot more done than you would otherwise be, uh, be able to do. You can play in Brussels the complete naive guy. You have to be omnipresent that first day or the first days so that you attract the media attention, uh, you, you make an agreement with them that you will tell them all and if they call, you will pick up the phone. When you do that, then you can profit from these early days to, uh, to get complete carpet coverage of the field and they're not going to search for alternative voices there. And they're not going to search for alternative voices there. And if you do that, that makes things uh, a lot easier. And then you have to say, okay, well, we will have H1N1. Of course, that would be unavoidable. Uh, I used there Sir Donaldson's uh, quote where he said that in the UK, by the peak of the epidemic, 40 people would uh, per day uh, at the end of the summer. Uh, so 62 at that time million people in the UK. For today, I worked it out for Belgium. That would be seven day at the peak of the epidemic. I used that in the media. Uh, I used there Sir Donaldson's uh, quote. I used that in the media. Seven Belgian flu uh, per day at the peak of the epidemic would be realistic. That is true in every year, even interpandemically. That, that, that is very, very conservative. <laughs> However, talking about fatalities is important because when you say that, people say, wow, what do you mean? People because of influenza? And that was a necessary step to, uh, to take. And then, of course, a couple of days later, you had the first uh, H1N1 in the country and the scene was set and it was already talked about. And then you had to pick uh, who is going to be vaccinated first. Huh? And then, well, women and children first, whatever. Well, women and children first, whatever, whatever. I mean, risk groups, they were important. And then I misused the, uh, the fact that, and then I misused the, uh, the fact that the, uh, the top, top football soccer clubs in Belgium um, inappropriately 
uh, and against all uh, agreements, uh, they made their soccer players priority people. So I said, I can use that. Because if the, the population really believes that this so desirable that even the soccer players would be dishonest to get uh, I, I said, okay, I can, I can play with that, so I made a big fuss about this. I can, I can play with that, so I made a big fuss about this. This is Van Ranst, is, uh, is raving mad. Uh, <laughs> but, but it worked. Gangbusters are great, right? Which is why we can't say the on the side, which I have a major problem with that we're tallying how many people every day. Because I've even looked at it and be like, look at it and be like, let's make it higher. Like, why isn't it high enough, you know, today? Like, it would make our point better if it was higher. And I'm like, what am I rallying for? That's a problem. Yeah. That we're doing that, you know? Like this special red phone ring. Yeah. And they pick it up and it's like ahead of the network being like, there's nothing that you're doing right now that makes me want to stick. Put the numbers back up because that's the most enticing thing that we had. So put it back up. So like things like that are constantly talked about. There's no such thing as um, unbiased news with any reporter oh, on CNN. Okay. What they're actually doing is they're telling the person what to say. It's always like leading them in a direction before they even open their mouth. And the only people that we will have on the air, for the most part, are people that have proven track record of taking the bait. And the only people that we will have on the air are people that have proven track record of taking the bait. We want to find a way of ramping this up even beyond uh, the end of the uh, And I don't know when it will end. Uh, some people are saying the 16th of April. But when we announced it, I didn't say what year it will end. <laughs> <laughs>